Hi, and welcome to the Online Notification Pod, a podcast produced by Suma. I'm Alex, your host. If you're thinking about starting with LinkedIn ads, this is the episode for you. I have invited my colleague Alfred, who's very passionate and knowledgeable when it comes to paid ads in general. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. And now it's time to roll the jingle. Now we are all set. We have some. Uh, we have had some uh, sound checks, and uh, your uh, voice sounds perfect. That's good to hear. Yeah. So let's uh, roll now. <laughs> yeah. So, Alfred, welcome. Thank you very much. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks. Um, excited to be here. Yeah, nice to have you here. We've been uh, talking about this for some weeks now but yeah. uh, finally we were both in the office at the same time and uh, <laughs> now we sit in the same room to record so that's uh, good so you how long have you you're an intern here so how long have you been at suma i am uh, this is my eighth week i think here or maybe ninth so i've been here for a little bit more than two months now and yeah it feels good to be here uh I've been. Uh, I've had only positive positives yet, and uh, I hope that maybe in the future I'll be able to come back here. Yeah. After my studies. So, yeah, <laughs> it's been uh, very nice to have you here, and you will be here for uh, three, four weeks more. Yeah, yeah, yeah three so more true. weeks, and then uh, I go back to school and do my final examination project. Yeah. And then I am a certified marketing automation specialist. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on. Uh, very good way there <laughs> yeah i think yeah. and uh and uh, uh what have you been doing uh, so far at suma yeah so so far at suma uh i've been doing a lot of different things um i've been doing a lot of things uh that is really like associated to to what i what i've been practicing in school uh, which is like uh, getting to know the crm and uh learning about workflows learning about uh, how to handle contacts with properties, lists, segmentation, and all of that. But I've also been able to write blog posts and now even record a podcast. And uh, I've also been able to to work with you, where I've been able to been able to setting up ads, which I've been really exciting about because I must say that that is one of my favorite topics. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's the reason why we sit here. We yeah. Based on that project, we got the idea that we definitely need to talk a bit about paid ads and your experience in the paid ads. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Tell us a bit about uh, your your previous experience with working with ads. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, a little bit about my background first. Uh, I started working as a instrument technician, and uh, that is not. That is not anything. That doesn't have anything to do with fixing like musician instruments. It's it's in, instruments that measure stuff. So like uh, flow meters and temperature meters and fixing valves and stuff at uh, uh, process industry sites. Um, so yeah, that is my background. So I was troubleshooting this uh, this instruments and uh, installing new ones and all of that. So 
that is where I come from from the from before I started studying to become a marketing automation specialist. And the reason why I actually started to study or why I applied to study was because I stumbled on Facebook ads, uh, which I found really interesting. And uh, the reason why I did that was because I was really interested in building websites. So I tried to build a couple of websites and uh, I pretty soon after that stumbled something that we call dropshipping, which is when you when you add a product to your store or your website and then you promote that somehow. And the way I choose to promote my product was through paid ads. So it went from me wanting to learn how to create websites to me like wanting to start or just wanted to work with paid ads basically, uh, because that is what I found the most interesting in uh, regards to that, that. And uh, yeah, so, so uh, I actually tried to, to sell a couple of products or I think it was like 20 products or so with paid ads. And uh, can you give an example of what kind of product? Yeah, for sure. So the best product that I sold was uh, a car wax. Uh, and uh, the reason why I used to try to sell the car wax was basically because I used these tools to, to track like which, which product we're selling right now, which products were hot. And uh, I just copied those products and, uh, and tried to do what I could with the ads to be able to sell as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, that was, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, go, how do you say, I didn't lose any money on doing this, but I didn't earn any money either, but, uh, I was pretty fast with discovering that I was really fascinated with, with the ads itself. And that was what I, what I realized pretty fast that I wanted to work with in the future because I saw the potential in this and, and from there, like the they have just grown on me like ever since that like over my education and all that i've got i've got like uh, a lot more knowledge about it obviously and I, I i can see way more possibilities now than i could then so i'm even more excited about it now so yeah uh, what platforms were were that used in the beginning yes in the beginning it was just facebook ads uh, because that was like the the biggest platform at the moment and it wasn't the only platform, but there wasn't that many platforms that, I mean, that, that was like before, before even Snapchat ads and TikTok existed. So, so what yeah, that did, was back in the days. What year was this? Was it? This was, uh, I think four or five years ago. So probably like 2018 or something yeah. around yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was pretty easy to make money with, uh, with Facebook ads back then. And, uh, I mean, some of the products that I sold, I mean, I, I just launched them and and uh, and and I paid for this shitty creatives that I that I promoted in, in Facebook and they were performing so good that I could like earn hundreds like just over a day. Wow. <laughs> and, and the ad costed like ten dollars yeah. for some some guy to create that I didn't even know who it was. So, yeah. It was really powerful back then. And when you did drop shipping, you you don't store your own products. It goes directly from from the manufacturer. Exactly. Yeah. So so that was I think I sourced my product from straight from AliExpress. Mm -hmm. So straight from China. Yeah. Um, because that was I mean the purpose of this was from the beginning to to learn how to create websites, and then it involved into me trying to think or me thinking that I can actually make money of this, and then. 
it's translated to me realizing that I really want to work with paid ads because that was so interesting and I, I could see like so many possibilities that you could do and I learned more I learned more about it like that you could actually uh, run ads for for uh, B2B businesses as well uh, which was um, something that I didn't know that much about at that time but but I mean that is uh, that is something that I really want to work with now so yeah I'm so, glad I did yeah so tell us a bit about how you like first started out did you look at uh, gurus and their tactics and uh, or or what was your way of learning yeah youtube was definitely the the platform i used for learning and uh, it was so much content out there but uh, important to note there there was lots of shit content as well so uh, i more and more trans translated into using reddit instead because that was like more uh, real content it wasn't these 16 17 18 year old gurus that just tried try to promote their course and they actually didn't know that much about the ads itself so so uh, that is uh, that is where, where it began on youtube definitely but but it translated more into to other platforms where i could learn more and more in depth of it yeah so um since then 2018 what uh what has changed in the in the topic oh uh, a lot has changed uh, the ads has gotten more expensive obviously because there is more competition and uh, the algorithm which is like the way that facebook in this case determines who's going to see the ad and also how often the ad is going to be exposed for each person and uh, yeah all these uh, what do you say all these criteria so how do you um, stay updated now um, on, on what's happening? In general for learning, um, I know one really good podcast, which is called, which he doesn't even have that many listeners, this guy, but he's really, he's really good because he, he really goes in depth in all the topic regards, in this case, LinkedIn ads, which is... Uh, I think one of the harder platforms definitely for or at least for the b2b industry i mean you can't go out promoting facebook or snapchat ads for uh, b2b businesses i mean that won't work so yeah. linkedin is is definitely the best one there and this guy is called uh, b2 linked mm-hmm. i think or two yeah b2 linked and uh yeah you should definitely go listen to this and it's guy. focused only on linkedin ads only or? on linkedin okay. yeah and he's going really in depth about them and and discussing like uh, different techniques that that his company has tried and and other others that he know has tried and he also has interviews with people that have these tools regards these ads that can help out to creating the creatives or setting up a structure setting up a funnel for how you're going to structure the ads and and all of that so um yeah so highly recommend that yeah so working with you in the project i know that you have uh your tactic on how to set it up yeah and um which is um yeah there are many different ways so there is go through your your um, preferred way sure so first off i think one important thing here is that when people hear paid ads they are thinking like reach they are thinking that they want to have new customers that's the only that, that's that's not the only way that people are thinking about it but that's that's the view i got about it when asking like and talking to friends and talking to 
to people that don't really know that much about ads. But in reality, like you, you are able to do so much more than reach new customers with ads. I mean, you could, you could, if you have a website with with existing traffic, you could just creating ads to just focus this this audience that was on on the website looking for exactly this. So you could you could like nurture your leads with paid ads uh, as well, or nurture your prospect. You can you you not not just only have to to use it to find new customers. And I mean, this is uh, super powerful in my opinion. I mean, there is so many possibilities nowadays with paid ads and you, you could like even like, uh, we at Suma, we use HubSpot. So what you can do is like, you can, you can synchronize HubSpot with uh, LinkedIn and then you just create lists with segments that you, you know are interested in this topic or, or just lists that, uh, of people that you, you want to display this type of content to. And then you just run the ad for exactly this list. And you can even have an active list in HubSpot that is updated over time. So you could target like people who visited this page the last 14 days. And when this time goes out, this guy won't see this out anymore because he's probably colder now. So that is something that is uh, really important, I think, in this industry that there is not just this reaching new customer yeah. um, part in it. So yeah, that's so, a very good foundation to, yeah. to think about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when I when I set up the funnel or the funnel in this case is how are you going to structure the ads? Because in any platform you have these um, different objectives that you can create in, in form of ads. And that is like, uh, who's going to see the ad and what is the goal of your ad so you can either you can either set up a prospecting campaign which is in linkedin is called a awareness campaign and the only objective or goal with this campaign is to to create brand awareness and so so this this type of ad won't necessarily uh, try to convert the customer in some some kind of way it will only expose the ad and optimize for that uh, the, the 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 viewer of the ad is going to get as much brand awareness as possible. Uh, so yeah, uh, that is something that I find really interesting. And then you can just look at the metrics and see like who, who did the most engagement in this ad, who, who, who viewed the ad, like if say it's a video ad, who viewed it for 50% and more, or who, view, who viewed it for 25% and more. And then you can retarget him because then you know that this, this person is probably interested in this product or more interested in the one that just skipped it because this guy has no brand awareness yet because yeah you know maybe he has brand awareness but he's not he, he know that he's not interested in this so he just skipped it yeah and then you can retarget these people with with relevant content that you want to continue nur nurture them with and uh yeah so you set up this funnel based on your the goals with the campaign and what you want to achieve and then you set up the ads and then you run them and then you optimize them after these these KPIs over time. So give examples of how to optimize it. What do you Yeah, mean? so yeah. when optimizing an ad, you're looking at all the metrics that uh, has changed over time. And when I say metrics and KPIs, I mean like, uh, let's say that your ad has, you, you started your ad yesterday and you have a daily budget of $50. Uh, this means that today we have probably spent around $100 on this ad and we can see that we have 2000 impressions on this ad 
and then we know the cost of impression and maybe we, we just the goal, the goal with this ad is to get traffic to our website and then we can see that with 2000 impressions we have uh, we have we have, let's say we've, we've created two vid two video ads two different video ads with two different copy for each ad so we have four ads two videos and two different copy but in four ads so let's say that after two days we can see that uh, one of the video ad had had just as many impressions as the other one with the other copy but there was 50 people clicking on one of them and 20 people clicking on the other one then you can sort of know like which one is performing better and which one will perform better over time so then you can you can just shut off the bad ads directly uh, you can either set up this to be done automatically so you just try these different creatives and different copies and then when it runs over time uh, you, uh, YouTube, <laughs> LinkedIn's algorithm will, will automatically determine which one is better. Mm. Uh, so yeah, you, you can choose how to do there. Like, I think the, I think you can look at the metrics and do that manually, but if you have a higher budget, I think that you, you, I mean, you can definitely trust that LinkedIn is doing a good job itself with the algorithm there. Yeah. Uh, that is something that is evolving over time, obviously, but yeah, that is really interesting as well as well so for a b2b company that hasn't uh, done any b2 uh, or paid ads uh, campaigns yeah what what like would you recommend them to start with yeah like, so that is an interesting question so, so definitely look at the traffic to your website and also look at like how many people are engaging with your content because if you have like say like, let's say you're a b2b business as you said and you have over 300 visitors uh, a month on your website you you can definitely start to retarget these with linkedin ads and uh, that is something that i cannot see why you wouldn't do because i mean if someone visits your website organically because you now you don't have any campaigns running then you know that people are finding your website from any other place. It can be any other campaign that you have, like, I don't know, a podcast or, or like SEO wise, but then you could, then when, when they go into a website and especially if they engage with some, some, some sort of content, like if they download some white paper or if they play a video or if they book a meeting or if they do anything like that, that's even more valuable because you could set up tracking for this and create lists with this and, retarget these people with all sort of different campaigns yeah. through linkedin yeah so yeah you don't you don't have to create these converting cam campaigns either you can just create some sort of informative campaigns that are just going to nurture or follow up your on your lead or prospect and yeah. would you recommend only like to start with only linkedin or mixing up with google or facebook um, or yeah um it depends it always depends you, you can't say that generally but i think if you're in the same workspace as sumar i think that linkedin definitely are the most powerful one yeah definitely at and the how, moment how does it differ in price is linkedin very much more expensive um, per conversion than than google yeah uh, or actually again? i'm not sure about that no. But I know that LinkedIn ads is pretty pricey yeah. at the moment. Yeah. It's pretty high competition there. Yeah. That's why. And um, 
you started with Facebook ads in uh, 2018 and now you work a lot with LinkedIn recently and so on. So what's the, is there any like main differences in the way you work with paid ads between those platforms or is it similar? Good question. Um, actually, no. <laughs> it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the interfaces of the platforms is a bit different. Uh, but like, if you want to learn about LinkedIn ads, uh, you should learn why you do stuff and not where you click, yeah. because these interfaces are updated regularly. And if you if you're watching a YouTube video and learn from this guy, click here and then you click here and then you do that, that won't apply in two or three months. So, so definitely like learn why you're doing this and you can, you can funnel that I was talking about earlier. You can set that up and then you can use that funnel on both LinkedIn and on Facebook meta or yeah. on TikTok or anywhere, because I mean, the, I, I see a, a ad platform as, as these platforms, like a, a CRM system, but you cannot see the contacts and you cannot see the contacts properties. So the contacts and the properties is like, the properties is obviously what this contact is doing on the platform. So if this guy is showing interest in uh, Gary V, I mean, he probably has these properties that will suit maybe what we are trying to target in our campaign or not, because that is just like any CRM, but it's more like we call it an algorithm because we cannot see it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I see it. <laughs> right, that's a interesting. Thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, what what do you recommend for for a company that want to do this? What what's the first step here? Is okay, it... <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. So as I said before, I mean, start to to look at your traffic and uh, see if you could start doing retargeting campaigns first. Because I mean, if you have traffic and definitely like if you have a page where people are going in and viewing a video like 300 times a month, the reason why I say 300 times, by the way, is because in LinkedIn, you gotta have an audience of at least 300 people to be able to run the campaign. Uh, so that is an important thing to take into account when you're planning ads as well, because I mean, there, there is easy, it's, it's easy to, to find people that likes HubSpot and, yeah. and target them with an awareness campaign, but because that's, that audience is going to be really big, but finding or not finding using, using people that has interacted with your brand or your website, it's, it's easy if you have the traffic, but I mean, if, if you if you don't, you you always have to start by doing these awareness campaigns or or some sort of campaign to drive traffic to your website to be able to to create these audiences that I was talking about, so you could retarget them with with more converting content or more nurturing content. So also to note there, uh, like like the brand awareness campaigns, they are they are going to be more pricey. So yeah, like um, to answer your question. Maybe if you were thinking about if you, if you want to promote a product you have, you should definitely consider uh, looking into this and creating a brand awareness campaign just to, to gather some data. Uh, but also, if you if you already have traffic, then you then I, I cannot see any reason why you wouldn't do it. Yeah. And could you give some input on uh, how to create uh, creatives for that? 
Yeah, sure. So uh, one thing to note there is that always before creating creatives, you have to know which objective you're creating there or the goal with the campaign from the beginning. Because like if you're creating a, a video of 10 seconds of you like trying to promote a certain product, uh, then if you don't have any traffic at the moment, you have to start with promoting an awareness campaign to create some some brand awareness and then maybe consider creating some content to retarget these people with with features about your product and benefits of your product and content like that and then follow up on the people that showed interest in this this content with maybe follow-up content like uh, submit a free trial because now people has they know about your product, they know about your brand and now, then now they are ready for converting content but you cannot start promoting converting content to someone that doesn't have any brand awareness. So that is really important when creative creating ads in these all these ad platforms that you think about this and maybe talk to the person that is going to set up the ads before determining what kind of creatives because this guy probably has a lot different input on what kind of content you you're going to use than than what you think before the project. So that is like really important as well. Yeah, definitely. The, yeah, that's a very good point and um, and something that you have uh, talked a lot about uh, internally yeah. at Suma, and yeah. uh, we're including that in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I think that's uh, like it doesn't matter if you're if you're running the ads on or if you if you're if you're gonna do ads. I mean, this applies to any content. Like mm -hmm. if you're sending an email to. To, to a lead as well like I think that you have to 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 start with creating some sort of yeah you have to give the lead information that this is an issue yeah and then follow up on that with promoting this content instead of just promoting this this converting email directly even if it's a lead and even if it's a customer that you've worked with before it's really important to to nurture these as well yeah so what do you want to do more what do you want to work more with in the future uh, right um, so I definitely want to work with paid ads more because uh, I mean I have worked with this for a while now but I want to work more with B2B companies because I mean before going into my education and before starting working at Suma I I would say that I had pretty much experience working with uh, creating campaigns and paid ads for B2C companies but I definitely want to involve in this B2B industry because I think it's it's more fun yeah. <laughs> like I enjoy it more I think uh, I mean it's it's fun in different ways there is uh, maybe I think it's fun now because it's more like new new sort of campaigns that we're running and more sort of uh, thinking that I didn't or or ad structure that I didn't even that I never did before yeah so Alfred thank you very much for uh, <laughs> participating in this okay. uh, podcast yeah it's thank been, you very much uh, very ple uh, pleasure to have you in this episode and uh, yeah, thank you and I think we can we can you you have a lot of knowledge within the ads so I think a next episode we could deep dive into one tactic or or something and um, make a series of these yeah if you we should like. definitely so uh yep yeah. thank you very much thank you too thank you for letting me come 